thank you for joining me once again as we have uh, uh, been uh, focusing for the last few days on uh, a section of chapter 1 in the book of Ephesians. Uh, we have been uh, reading uh, verses 15, 16, 17, and 18 from chapter 1. And today we're going to comment uh, uh, on verse 17. And so uh, if you have a Bible, it's handy. Uh, open it to Ephesians 1. And let's begin reading in verse 15, and we'll read through verse 18. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which He has called you, uh, what are the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints. And so we look there in verse 17, and, and we see what uh, is, uh, it's not unique, but, but it, is, um, uh, it is not the, the norm in every book of the New Testament that we see uh, kind of a Trinitarian formulation, uh, 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 the, the baptismal formula of the Great Commission, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Well, here we, we see all three persons of the Trinity uh, mentioned here uh, that uh, uh, he is uh, going before God uh, to intercede uh, for them, and he speaks first of all of, of, of God, uh, uh, the Father, uh, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, uh, the Father of, of glory, uh, that that He is the God of our of our Lord Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ is uh, uniquely, eternally, uh, the Son of God, uh, and we want to look at it this way: the the second person in the eternal uh, and infinitely glorious. Uh, Trinity, and, and so uh, he, he appeals to uh, the Father, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who is infinitely and eternally glorious. He always has been glorious. He always will be glorious. Everything he does is glorious. Uh, uh, everything that he reveals of himself uh, is a testimony uh, to his glory, uh, that he acts in the world uh, in terms of his uh, providence, uh, his sustaining of all things, uh, uh, by, and certainly uh, when he saves, he saves uh, for his own uh, glory, not to make him more glorious, but that we, his subjects, would recognize uh, something of uh, the, uh, uh, the greatness of, of his glory. And so uh, Paul uh, prays uh, to God, uh, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, and understanding uh, that uh, Christ is at the right hand of the Father, interceding uh, for those uh, whom He has saved, and that uh, that uh, the Spirit of God uh, would take uh, the work of Christ at the cross, okay, and uh, uh, the the Word of God uh, as it was being given. Uh, then we have it completed in the sixty-six books of the Bible now but that the Spirit of God uh, would apply uh, the work of Christ, uh, the, the great truth of the gospel uh, to the heart and, and minds of the believers. That this Spirit that He can speak of as indwelling, that He can speak of as uh, sealing, that He can speak of as regenerating, uh, that uh, this Spirit uh, would do the, the work uh, as He has been uh, assigned uh, 
uh, in uh, the economy, the accomplishment of salvation, uh, that, that the, the Father has ordained salvation, the Son has accomplished salvation through His death and resurrection, and that the Spirit would apply uh, this salvation that God has ordained, Son has accomplished, that the Spirit would apply it uh, to the hearts and minds of uh, those who believe. And so that they would gain greater insight and greater understanding uh, to, the, to the wonder and the splendor and the vitality of uh, the gospel and the life uh, that comes to us uh, through the gospel. And so uh, I would pray that this is uh, a blessing to your day. And we'll look forward to seeing you once again uh, tomorrow.